November the 28th, 1965, Captain Howard Rutledge guided his jet toward the famed Ho Bridge in North Vietnam. Flying at 600 miles an hour, he broke through the clouds and dropped a pair of 2,000 pound bombs on his target. In over 200 missions in Korea and Vietnam, he had never been hit by anti-aircraft weapons from the enemy. But on that day, after 200 missions, his aircraft was struck. A shell caught the rear of his jet, blowing off his tail of his craft that caused the craft to begin a spiral dive out of control. Captain Rutledge ejected from the plane in time to see their plane land and exploded beneath him. But his trouble was just beginning. His parachute was taking him straight for the middle of a large Vietnam village. Rutledge managed to steer the chute toward a rice field, but he was quickly surrounded in just a couple of minutes by the enemy. For seven years, this American pilot became a prisoner of war. Five of those years he spent in complete isolation in what was called the Hanoi Hilton. Even his family back home did not know if he was dead or alive. In his imprisonment, through torture, starvation, interrogation, isolation, Rutledge said he claimed to the one thing that sustained him, his faith in God. He had learned that from church. He admitted that in his writings, after his release, that he was not as strong of a Christian prior to that day. He had even drifted away from the Southern Baptist roots that he had learned to grow up in. But there were some things about that church that was deeply instilled in him. However, after that day of being shot down and during those seven years, he became stronger and more devoted. Even though he was confined, beaten, and tortured, there was still that little something that kept him alive and well. It led him to discover the fullness of his faith. He was overheard sometimes by guards talking, and he knew they thought he was breaking, and perhaps he had begun to go out of his mind. But he says, when I was talking, I was talking to God in that cell. I was not praying. I would have conversations with God because even though I knew I was alone in that cell, but I discovered that I was not alone. There was nobody I could see, but I can sense somebody was seeing me. There was nobody I could feel with my fingers, but I felt if there was someone who was feeling what I was feeling in that room. There was nobody I could touch, but I believed there was someone there touching me. There was no hand in that room that I could hold, but I just felt there was a hand holding me. I was alone, but I was not by myself. May I remind you that sometimes you may be alone, but you're really not by yourself. There is a hand, you cannot see it, but it's holding you. There is a presence you cannot always feel it, but it's there. You can be assured that when you 
talk to God, he's listening. He's present. The Bible says he is a very present help in the time of trouble. So may I remind you that when you feel alone, there may be nobody around you you can see. But trust me, you may be alone in the room, but you are not by yourself spiritually. He's there. He always is there. He will always be there. Amen.